Section 15 of Mother Earth, Volume 1, Number 1, March 1906. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Mother Earth, Volume 1, Number 1, March 1906, Section 15, Mine Owner's Revenge, by M.B. Charles H. Moyer, President of the Western Federation of Miners, William D. Haywood, Secretary of that organization, and G. A. Pettibone, former member of the same, were arrested in Denver February 17th. They are accused of having participated in the murder of the ex-governor of Idaho, Mr. Stoinenberg. Various other arrests have taken place in Cripple Creek and Haines, Oregon. The events during and after the arrest leave no doubt that the authorities of Colorado and Idaho are in the most beautiful accord in their attempt to kill the miners' union. This accord and harmony is so apparent that thoughtful citizens cannot fail to see that the governments of Colorado and Idaho are aiding in the conspiracy of mine owners against the miners. Requisition papers and a special train seem to have been prepared in advance, for immediately after the arrest they were expelled and taken to Boise City, Idaho, and within a few moments the whole matter was settled by the authorities of Colorado, not even pretending to show the slightest fairness, nor did they display the least desire to investigate the grounds upon which requisition papers were granted. This process usually takes several days. In the case of Moyer, Haywood, and Pettibone, a few moments sufficed to close the whole proceedings. Since the papers were issued before the arrest, it is not at all unlikely that the death sentence has already been decided upon. Optimists in the labor movement maintain that a repetition of the legal murder of 1887 that has caused shame and horror even in the ranks of the upper ten thousand is impossible, that the authorities would shrink from such an outrage, such an awful crime. That which has happened in Colorado and Idaho warrants no such hope. The evidence against the leaders of the Western Federation of Miners consists largely of one individual who is supposed to have known and witnessed everything. The gentleman seems to fairly long for the moment when he can take the witness stand and furnish the material that the district attorney needs to prove the guilt of the accused, an expert perjurer, it seems. The governor of Idaho, Mr. Gooding, has already given him a good character. The man acknowledged his firm belief in the existence of a supreme being which touched the governor's heart deeply. Does he not know that it has ever been the mission of the supreme being to serve as impresario to falsehood and wretchedness? The accusation against the three prisoners is the best affidavit of the minor magnates of the courageous stand of the Western Federation of Miners during the reign of terror of the money powers. For years everything was done to disrupt them, but without results. The latest outrage is a renewed and desperate attack on that labor organization. Are the working people of America going to look on coolly at a repetition of the Black Friday in Chicago? Perhaps there will also be a labor leader, a la Powderly, who will be willing to carry faggots to the stake. Or are they going to awaken from their lethargy ere America becomes thoroughly russified? End of section 15. Recording by Stephen Harvey.